Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. As a lot of people know out there, you bought a Nintendo Entertainment System preloaded mm-hmm. with 30 games in there. The original. You have some classic games. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers 1. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers 2. Super Mario Brothers 3, where you can fly. I mean, it is it is fantastic to play those games. Yes. Tell the people your interest level in the 27 other games very low <laughs> very incredibly low it like, could not be any lower i was i tried playing some of the other games yeah i tried playing um double dragon double dragon which not a good game okay it's just not a good game uh, you were playing one with with a, a bike excite bike a, a motorcycle or something race excite bike right? has has terrible controls <laughs> these are not good games i i played um kirby Oh, the ghost? Uh, yeah. Like okay. the one that goes like, and then, <laughs> and inflates and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kirby's not good. Zelda, I couldn't figure out. Yeah. What's the point of Zelda? Don't Could, know. I don't even know if you can like throw things. You were, you were just like. I was dodging whatever obstacles came in my way. Just don't. Run away. Don't understand it. Run away from whatever the things are. I can do Mario 1, 2, and 3. Which is great. And honestly, that's sort of like worth worth the cost of admission. Like, I would, I, I I would, would agree. do that. Yeah, it's it's way better than the other things are are bad. I'm not gonna play Pac Man. No, Donkey Kong. Not gonna play Donkey Kong. Uh, it doesn't have Tetris. Uh, Bubble Bobble or whatever the fuck. Oh, it has like Doctor Mario, which is like the budget version of Tetris, right? Yeah, because it's like yeah, lame, lame. Red pills and blue pills. If anybody out there knows that there's a hack. To get rid of the other games and get some new ones? To get some new games on here. Well, yeah, but you need a com- you, you need like a, a PC for that. A Windows computer? We need a, a computer with Windows on it. These are dire times, but we are not resorting. If anybody out there has a Dell. To a, <laughs> to a Dell. If you can drop a, off a Dell. A Gateway 2000. And like scrub it down with a, lye uh, and uh, Lysol and whatever the fuck a you want to. A Lexmark. Yeah. No, we're we're not we're not messing oh, with Lex any of those. Remember oh, those? Yeah. 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 Or like a Gateway 2000. I just said that. See, yeah. Was already there. All right. <laughs> a compact. This is how. This is how this podcast goes. I talk. Jeff doesn't listen. Has anybody talked about <laughs> Gateway 2000? They used to have the boxes that had the cow print on them. Jeff before, was on the- before Doja Cat made cow print cool. <laughs> Gateway was- 2000 was out here making you know doing the hard work gateway 2000 <laughs> ran so that doja cat could fly jeff was on the podcast today the podcast today is currency the rapper currency yes yeah. the one and only yeah <laughs> uh ernest wilkins from chicago who is a writer and music personality blogger and uh newsletter writer and uh he's just a, a great dude with a great head on his shoulders which is to say foster kamer yes also a great dude with a great head on his shoulders. Yeah, I thought you were going to go in a different direction. I was thinking about it, but I was like, no, like Foster's a great friend. and, and Foster, who is a, a great writer and editor over in Brooklyn. Yep, futurism.com. Also a uh, underrated piano player. So uh, this is a, a really fun episode. It goes in a lot of different directions. You guys will really enjoy it. Jeff, let's call currency. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. Hello. Spitter! Hello. What's up, baby? Yo, what's up? <laughs> Yo, how you how you living got, down there? I've got things going. I've got things going. I'm rolling the joint. I'm uh 
seeing my my uh, contractors off. I'm looking at them out the window watching them pull off, <laughs> and I'm about to bleach everything that they may have touched yep, yep. while they were working. Yo. Uh, so maybe I'll postpone. Maybe I'll postpone the joint rolling, and we do this while I tighten the crib up, and then I'll smoke a joint after. I can do it Yo, all. The I appreciate minutes. you budgeting your time so well, letting us fit in. Postponing oh, your on. joint. <laughs> come on, bro. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Now this might be the first time we've ever, <laughs> we've ever worked without. Well, no, no, no. I think we've been a few places where I couldn't smoke. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We've survived. Uh, for, first I'm of all, enough already. Anyway, I want to I want to tell the people that uh, we were there in New Orleans uh, for your birthday maybe a year and a half ago. And yep, yep, it yep. Was, on it was, the roof. It was on this rooftop, right? So yep, uh, we flew down. And uh, we had talked to Musa, your partner, your manager, yep, yep, your guy, yep. and uh, and he said, "Hey," and sent us the invitation right as we were about to fly out. He said it was black tie, op- uh, black tie only, black tie only. So we're like, "Did he say that?" He, he yeah. said that because I, I don't think I did. I have on a black tie. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he so he said that, and we're like, "Yo, we don't have tuxedos." We looked up. Every place in New Orleans that, you know, sold tuxedos or rented tuxedos or whatever, they were all closed by the time that we landed that night. And so we packed suits and we were like, all right, we're going to we're going to get there. We're going to roll through. We we like we showed up. We were like sweating. We're we're in suits. We're like looking at everybody. We're like, yo, like, you know, uh, everybody's in like uh, ties and everything. Yeah. There was a guy like man in the elevator who was wearing a tuxedo and Jordans. And we're like, well, you know. (laughs) We're like we're not we're not that guy, but like you know we're gonna we're gonna look all right. We get to the roof and no one was dressed up. Yeah, t-shirts. <laughs> we look like your lawyer and your accountant. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, because we had we had we were preparing for a car show, so a lot of us had just rolled over <laughs> from the garage. Like everybody was just coming from the garage and just just coming there to party a bit. We like I had on a I think I had a black crew neck sweatshirt on. yeah you did yeah step it up i tried to step it up i had a, a and the kangle yeah. black sweatshirt yeah <laughs> and some of, and some of my best jewelry yo spit a uh this coronavirus thing apparently is not sitting and living on metal so working yeah. on cars is totally fine yeah i'm okay out there yeah i'm all right and plus all of my car wash soaps are antibacterial that's dope have you found you know, so. have you found enough things to work on on a daily basis on your cars? Shit, yeah. <laughs> it's never done, especially the one you got with old cars. It's never done. So, so you, you find always, you find leaks you every day. Do something. That it, it's not it's not leaks. It's just things that you can perfect. You can always shine the chrome up a bit more. Mm. Maybe you want to clean up your engine bay. Maybe today you just want to do wheels. Maybe today you just want to clean the trunk out. But when you got thirty cars. You know what I'm saying? You do three or four cars a day, and mm. then the sun goes down. Humble flex. <laughs> then, the sun, then, the sun, then the sun goes down. After the sun goes down, it's time for online gaming. I'm, uh, I had I had been buying video games a lot because I never really lost that, that part of me, but I hadn't been playing them. I hadn't had time. You know now, what I'm saying? Now you got Always. the time. But now I'm locked in, so like fucking Gran Turismo 5. I had that game for maybe a year or so, but I finally got to get into it. 
uh, Call of Duty, fucking the 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 one, the World War Two one. Like, wait, do that, you have like the was, headset? That came out a while ago, huh? Do you have the headset? I don't have a headset, but my homeboy <laughs> was supposed to pull up on me and throw one to me from six feet away today. <laughs> Are you somebody yeah. who can like talk shit on Call of Duty? Like when you do get the headset, you're gonna be like arguing I'm with sixteen year olds. I'm not that good yet. I'm <laughs> not that good yet to talk shit, and that that's one of the reasons I don't really want. I, I wasn't in a rush to get a headset because I don't want twelve year olds, you know, <laughs> telling me. Because at the end of the day, I'm gonna be like, oh well. Uh, at least I win in real life. <laughs> yeah. So, because <laughs> I, I play, I played Grand Theft Auto once. With a headset, and I got pissed like when dudes were ragging on the car that I had. And I'm like, bro, I got a fucking race in real life, you fucking jackass. And like, nobody believes you because I know. they're just like literally anybody. Yeah, and then the whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole game room is like, oh yeah, right. I'm like, oh now I'm fucking like about to FaceTime yeah. fucking sixteen year olds. Yeah, prove yourself. Be like, because I'm so mad about the fucking game, and I was like, they no, think you're riding around I'll the '94 Honda, and you're just like, <laughs> fuck. And that, that's when I was like, no. Well, fuck these games. I just get back and keep rapping and going on the road. But now I got time. Um, like that kid said, now I got time. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple months ago, there was a video that you made where you were feeding your son, and you were oh, yeah. you were singing the controllers. And, yeah, yeah. And somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. That that's shit. Our, that's our. That's our dinner. That's our dinner cut. That shit was so fire and so genuine. <laughs> Did, were you were you surprised at at how wide it went? Shit, yeah. <laughs> fucking like fucking Oprah posted that shit. Yo, what? wait, yeah, fucking, wait, actually Oprah? What? Fucking? Uh, I don't I don't even know the name of the thing. It's like her fucking shit. It came on there, and it's me. That's amazing. Like, yeah, they're like rapper. I'm like, oh shit. Like, that's that's when you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else, they're like, Bruno Mars or so-and-so. They're like, we need, we need to make sure they know who they're like. <laughs> Currency. I'm like, oh, man, well, thanks, you know. For, but it was cool. How is your son doing? He's cool, man. He's actually in the room. I had to shut the house down a bit while I had the folks in here working. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't know who was next to who. Yeah. You know, so uh, he's in the room with his mom. He's quarantined until I've, until I've bleached and Lysoled everything in the house now that people are done working. That's super dope. So obviously, like for us, we work from home. It's it's nothing for us to like, you know, wake up and then go like do work in the house, right? Yeah, I, I could feel dig like, it. I feel like you spend a lot of time at home. Nah, I'm listen. I'm I'm on the road so much that I've prayed. For a time that I could lock in and build model cars and Legos. Wait, so this is your fault? <laughs> I, look, honestly, I <laughs> thought it was my fault because I bought the Rolls truck. I think, I think because I started to do too much rap shit. There was like videos of me like being driven around, and I got on like nineteen chains, and I'm taking pictures with all the Rolls Royces in front of the Jet Life store. It was yeah. just getting too. Are you trying to flex for us or for the twelve-year-olds on Call of Duty right now? (laughs) No, this was this was for me. (laughs) I was doing this for me, and then I think the the world was just like, "Nah, bro, you know you don't act like that." So 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 chill out for a minute. And I think the world just had to go on pause. It might that might be my fault. Too much flexing. Too much flexing, man. (laughs) It's crazy because everybody else had like nineteen Rolls Royces. The minute I get 
a multiple of something. The world shuts down. Now, now I can't drive around in this shit. <laughs> um, what happens to your guys' car club while coronavirus goes on? Everybody's still, uh, every, what shit, we're FaceTiming one another from yeah. the garage. Do, and, you, uh, do you still drive drinking, around? Drinking Hennessy. No, I'm I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I got a few of my buddies who are uh, putting gloves on and going to the gas pump and cruising around in the garages and shit. And I commend them because the streets are empty. So you actually can do more stunts. You can just drive like a maniac right now and probably not get pulled over. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's probably more fun for them. But... I got my little man here and shit, so I ain't trying to do too much. Wait, did you ever do any street racing? Racing? Yeah. Me? Yeah. No. Now, did I own the vehicles that were raced? That's a different thing. <laughs> so I was involved in the. I had. I had. I was involved in that, but I was not the one in the seat. I have zero seat time. That's what they call it. Mm. I have no seat time. No. I seat just want to be clear. I I know I look like a cop. I'm not a cop. <laughs> yeah. These, <laughs> these are these. Well, I mean, these questions. These questions could come back. I see every time. I don't want to name drop, but I see every time people do an interview with a surfer, they end up in trouble. Oh. Shit happens. Yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck, man. They'll. I don't know, the, the traffic enforcement or something would be like, oh, yeah, we, yep. we, that's you from It's The Real. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a real subpoena. Uh, you know what I did love is that uh, I think the last couple of days you've been bothering Alchemist on Twitter. Yeah, bro, Alchemist is not even keeping it funky, but I realized <laughs> what it's about. What's that? I texted him and I told him, I'm like, you know what, no sweat, because fucking the machine is about to drop mm. they got that project so yeah. i'm like you know what man the rollout is nice they got a fucking nice jacket for it and all that shit not the not the album jacket the actual the jacket, yeah, the jacket. yeah yeah the jacket yeah yeah so when i saw that that's going on i'm like dude i know what it's like when you're doing shit like that bug you <laughs> so we just gonna wait till we get them you know yeah, for sure. And so you and Freddie have already discussed all the sort of like bigger ideas. Now it's just you're waiting on Al. Yeah, it's not even no ideas. Like I, with us, with us, like he just hit me and was like, "Dude, you working in the drought?" You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Shit, yeah." You know, I'm not worrying about fucking not not working. I'm definitely gonna work through this shit. So I was like, "We might as well just do the thing," you know? Yeah. So and wait, what's here it? we go? We, well, shit, we trying to. Because we don't want to get, I was like, what should we do beat-wise? And I'm like, nah, clearly we got to go with Al. So we're just waiting on him. What's a TV show that your son watches over and over and over? Or movie? Uh, I feel like I saw well, you watching I'm, like Paw Patrol or something. Nah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty big on the stuff that I was into. So he doesn't, he's not tripping. He's like, he's, he's only in so much. So he doesn't give a shit. If I'm watching Daria. <laughs> I'm like watching Daria, and he's there, like, yeah, this is the shit. You don't care. We we really watch car shows. Really? He likes. He likes. I watch a lot of lowrider footage on YouTube and shit, and he likes that shit. Yo, so uh, a lot outside, of, a lot of our listeners know that over the last like year, I've gotten heavy into like engine rebuild videos and he <laughs> and heavy into like barn find videos and like full like when when someone puts a pickup back on the street, like I actually feel like pride in that, even though like <laughs> I have I have nothing to do with it. 
are you like subscribed to any like YouTube channels out there where you're like watching the same type of of content? Well, what I do, I I have, I don't, I'm not subscribed to many, but one that I'm definitely like on every day is We Gonna Ride TV. Spelled like it sounds with Ebonics and Slang. (laughs) We Gonna Ride TV. Again, I look like a cop. I'm not a cop. Just want to be clear. Okay. And you'll see, you'll see, you know, a low rider go from the junkyard to the bus. Are you are you checking in on your people like like we all are right now, where it's like FaceTimes every day just to make sure everyone's doing good? I have been I have been after I got a text from y'all. After y'all hit me with the idea to do this, I was like, wait, am I being like a shit friend? I was just <laughs> sitting here assuming everybody's okay. You know what I'm saying? So then I started checking and everybody answered the phone. Like nobody fucking nobody came to the phone like <laughs> so fucking it's alright. It's I'm looking I'm looking, you know, I'm looking around motherfuckers' eyes and shit. Yeah. Well, do you do you go on Twitter and when you see the, the trending topics and you see someone's name up there, do you think like right away that they got it? Yes, that's what's happening now. And yeah. you know what I used to think? Because I mean, we all have PTSD, mm-hmm. you know, so Whenever I see people pictures, I think, oh, shit, you know, somebody got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least now, I think, oh, you got the coronavirus. Like, no big deal. You know what I'm saying? You'll be fine. I hope so. Fucking Slim Thug. I saw that. Yeah, that was crazy. When Slim Thug said it, I was like, you know what? I either fucking, maybe I had it already. Because fucking, I definitely saw that dude, like, with his mask and his gloves and being precautious and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know that like, you know fuck. that Styles. And Styles P said that too. Styles exactly, like, man. Fucking everybody, the fucking had it or was gonna get it. I, I saw something today on the news, and uh, they were like, "It might. It's probably just you know, it's gonna work its way through like chicken pox. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just, but it's like it's, it. it's it's scarier than tri- chicken pox only because like the the uh, fatality rate is just like so much higher. Yeah, I know, I know, but you know what I think also because we weren't ready. You know what I'm saying? That also just show motherfuckers like don't take vitamins yep. and shit. Like you know, that's 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 what it also it, it exposes. You know what I'm saying? We got caught slipping, so more people are taking vitamin C now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What it should have just been like it's not new. They didn't just make that to prevent Corona. That shit was in the store the whole time when you <laughs> went to buy the fucking pack of Magnums. You could have fucking bought the vitamin C too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look out for yourself the whole way. But yeah. Are but you now it's fucking golden. So is there an idea in your head now what touring will look like moving forward? Touring? Yeah. Wow. Well, I tell you what, bro. Uh I think I think that people will be ready to be back out, but people are gonna be like, look, I know it's gonna affect my show because after I finish, as soon as I get off stage, I just walk right through the crowd. And I'm fucking smoking everybody. Yeah. Joints yeah. Just because I'm like, well, nobody would come to my show with shitty weed. Yep. So that was always my thing. I, my only concern was that I would be passed like a joint that wasn't my quality. Not that somebody would even roll like reach me one with tobacco and weed. <laughs> like that would kill me if that happened. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people smoke those, but that would be that was my only work hazard. Now it's like, ah, shit, I don't know if a motherfucker is just recovering from that, 
I don't know if I ever, if, if I just never got it, and, and maybe it could still fuck with me. I don't know what I'm gonna be thinking when it's time to get back out there. But yeah, I mean, I'm ready to go. I hope it doesn't uh, affect uh, affect it too much. You know, not too much. Honestly, but I'm not in a rush to uh, have the country back up and running by Easter. Like no, that fucking... that shit's crazy. Yeah, I'm terrified, and I love Easter. I love Easter. I love cruising around, you know what I'm saying? So if anybody wants this shit to be over, it's me. But just based on who's telling me that it's all good, I I just, you know, at least like, where's Dr. Drew? You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Fucking Dr. Drew. If Dr. Drew says something, then yeah. Do you have any friends who have wild theories about what's going on right now? Shit, shit. I got, uh, <laughs> I got a lot of conspiracy theorists buddies who told me, you know, that the, the vaccine is uh, at Area 51. <laughs> they already had the shit already. Uh, I came up with one myself. Because what's that? It's fucking Netflix, and I will say that it's predatory of them to have the show, have the movie Outbreak. Mm-hmm. On their on their programming list right now. Yep. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. So this was all viral marketing. Feeding, <laughs> that's just yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's feeding the fire because I I saw that movie as a kid, but I watched it again, and then once I watched it, I'm like, oh shit, it's a weapon. Mm. I'm like, those motherfuckers fucking like were working on some fucking weapon. And it fucking got out of control. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The only one that I've really seen is that people think that it's all to sell more medicine. And I was like, no, they're like doing fine without <laughs> without this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah, Big Pharma nah. is like is okay. Currency, have yeah, you nah, have you watched have you watched um Chernobyl on uh on HBO? No, did you watch Tiger King? Yes. yes. <laughs> Yo I didn't. I didn't. I just, I just, I just keep fucking hearing, man. Oh, I, I you, yo, <laughs> we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get Lake, who works with, uh, with DJ Drama on, and apparently he bought a tiger for one of his artists from the no, Tiger he, King. He, wow. No, he he bought a monkey. He knows somebody who brought who bought a tiger that's from him. That's the shit. No, yeah. that's the shit. <laughs> it's that that's series is more crazy than you can even like consider at this point that's the only reason i didn't watch it yet because it was a series i thought it was a movie i, I can know I, i'm really better when it's one thing oh really you're not gonna binge yeah, something if it's a documentary just make it in one swoop and then i'm good you know but this thing is a series so we'll see but i see i see people who i value their opinions on what's what, what what's good entertainment i see a few people talking about it chuck english yeah. yeah. Can't shut the fuck up about it on Twitter. <laughs> and fucking uh Leah from Married to the Mob. Yep. Should I call her? You should Leah from check Married in. to the Mob because she's she's the she is the creator of it. She... So you don't call Bill Gates Bill Gates of Microsoft. Oh. It's like it's Bill Gates. I thought you, you know meant should you get like, on the I'm phone not, and call her. I'm yeah. not I'm not currency of jet life. I'm I'm me. No, no you're, you're rapper, rapper currency. currency. Yeah. Oh right. Well yeah, 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 yeah. You leave it up to Oprah's writers. <laughs> Yo um, Currency, uh yo. we 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 love you. Uh please take care down there. Stay safe, yeah, stay yeah. stay indoors, um, and keep wrenching on those cars. And uh all good. we'll be sure to check all in good. with you, all right? Y'all do the same. Wash your hands to your elbows, thirty seconds. Uh my rap lyrics will work fine for you while you yeah. I'm out. Y'all all right. be good, man. Take care, Spider. Right. Peace. Love. Now, Jeff.
Let's call Ernest Wilkins. Yeah. Where did this voice come from? I don't know. I just I just kind of felt it in the moment. Yeah. Hey, hey. Yo, Ernest, what's happening? What's up? What's up? <laughs> How are you holding up in these crazy days that we're living in? Wait, even before that, I feel like no one is handling coronavirus, like the, the lockdown, better than Ernest. Yeah. Just based off of Instagram. <laughs> you guys are kind. <laughs> no, um, it's, no, it's really yeah. refreshing. Yeah, dude. Like, it was a situation my wife and I were like, okay, well, we could sit here and go crazy refreshing the news every three minutes or we could you know do something fun and we have a lot of friends who have kids and like it was a good way to kind of get everybody in our little circle involved and it kind of took off from there so uh for those who don't know on instagram every day take us through the process here yeah so last week we started this probably the day like i want to say last friday-ish um but we had this concept called lift your spirit we can check the hashtag on ig it's a lot of fun but my wife and I and a lot of our friends and people that we actually um, don't even know that well have started kind of following along with the day themes. And, like, the idea isn't an original one, but it's something where we put our own spin on it. Um, you know, obviously, fun themes like March Madness and we had one of those Magic Trick Tuesday, which it all sounds silly, but in the moment where people, I feel like, need some positivity, we tried to, you know, help our homies out. So it's all good. Yeah, I mean, like, you've also, uh, you've had, like, crazy outfits. I do want to talk about the magic trick. Did you know magic before this? Yeah, so that's the only, okay, so if you go <laughs> to my IG, um, I do a magic trick, and it's the only magic trick I know how to do, um, and I learned it at this conference, actually, uh, called Ord Camp. And so, basically, <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot of determination and spirit and, and passion to really be, uh, master of the mystic arts like I am <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh no I'm just kidding um, no but like all just thought, like it was a silly trick um my wife watched YouTube to figure hers out and so I would I would recommend if anyone is you know you're, you're running out of podcast obviously you should listen to every episode of this one yeah but once you get done with that go on YouTube and just look up magic tricks like you'll mess around and be the new David Blaine out here <laughs> yo one of our friends used to hook up with David Blaine and said that he's like a real creep <laughs> You know what? I could see it. I could see it. Yeah. Like, he would, like, he would do magic tricks on her, and she was just like, we have to stop seeing each other. Like, this is too much. So, Ernest, yeah. you, 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 you set out to have something new every day to keep your spirits up, to keep your, like, mm-hmm. your focus and your, your mental right. Um, do you, how far do you have these planned out? Uh, so, we laid out the entire um, week in advance. Um, and, you know, that way we wanted to make sure people could participate in it. And plus, like you never know when people are seeing something on the internet. So, you know, when we would post, we post the full calendar. So it's like, okay, maybe you miss Wednesdays, but you can jump on Thursday. So right now we're actually taking a little time off. Um, we're going to take a week off and then we're probably going to come back with it. But I invite everyone and anyone once we come back to join the fun. And it's so much better than being bummed out all day. Yeah. yeah. Especially when like you guys have some of the best uh, outfit pieces, like loud clothes like I was, I've, I've been looking in like my closet for like anything yeah. that could approach yeah. wacky wednesday like level yeah and i have nothing yeah. i don't have any like tiger stripes i don't have any like animal prints nothing i was just like fuck like i really need to step my game up like when we, yeah. when we break out of this <laughs> yeah man i mean i feel like every red-blooded american should have at least one animal print in the closet because <laughs> you never know you might have to go to like you know some sort of 
fancy ball or maybe just like your buddy's house and you're wearing tiger strip striped pants who knows um but it's actually really funny because there's plenty of bitches in here because so i have a closet <laughs> and the closet is filled with all the sports gear i have and so i just recently started selling that which is kind of sick but it's been kind of funny getting the responses because this is all stuff that i'm just like i have or my wife has that we wear and some people are just like wait what especially here in chicago where it kind of is in a city where people stand out as far as clothes is that concerned. Like we're, and I don't even think we're on the crazy spectrum of it. I know homies who are like, it's all neon all the time. <laughs> so I, I'm just curious here. Obviously, like there's a there's a picture and that goes up on Instagram and that that yeah. could that could be it. But in my mind, I'm hoping that you wear those outfits all day and that like uh, maybe the magic continues all day. So if you're like doing the dishes, boom, you know. They're clean. <laughs> yeah, a the, pull, a pull the grease disappears. The you know all of that. Do you in fact? Those are all clothes. That's my all, like. What you're saying is what we actually wore that day. So I think the other piece of that is you know a lot of people have pivoted to the you know what do I wear when I'm working from home? And I've always been a proponent of if you're going to be working from home, be comfortable, but also wear stuff that you couldn't wear if you were like a you know at a corporate job or something like that. So, like, if anybody sees, I had this old, I, I, I had this really old shirt from the 70s. It's like a basketball shirt. And it looks like Bill Walton, like, designed it himself on an acid trip. <laughs> and so that shirt just brings me joy on some condo-ish. So it's like, all right, cool. Let me wear that with, you know, I want to show love to my beloved Florida State Seminoles. So I had the starter jacket that I've had forever. And, you know, just show some love. And it was super simple. Plus, like, it's a nice opportunity to get outside and, and take a picture, but also, like, just be outside for a little bit. All while practicing proper social distancing. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you had any Never. like uh, panic buys like throughout all of this? Anything that you've like bought online um, that you were just like, oh, I, I, I'm locked inside. I need this thing. Yes. Um, I, yes. Well, actually, it's funny you should mention that because I was just like making myself feel bad about buying it. Um, so <laughs> I bought two things panic because I was like, you know, I'm sitting here. We don't know. So I'm, I just got into candles. Right, like I'm a heavy candle, bougie candle guy now. Oh, I so thought you said candles, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> no, that would be a great panic yeah, right? buy." Yeah, <laughs> just in case. No, but like candles, I bought just a, uh, like a little votive set of candles for the house. My, the, the boy Modi, who is a fantastic human being, yes, yeah, his Modi. own candle. Uh, you know, it's super sick. I like that one. Uh, but I bought that, and then. I bought, so I'm super into wrestling, and if anyone knows me, they know this, but I found a shirt from the 80s or the early 90s with the Steiner Brothers on it. <laughs> like, nobody who's listening to this is going to know who the Steiner Brothers are. Certainly so not us. Yeah, yeah, no, we yeah. are not yeah. wrestleheads. <laughs> it pretty much, they're the wrestling equivalent. Like, if you, if you both took a bunch of steroids and also went to the University of Michigan, you could easily be the Steiner Brothers. Wow. <laughs> wow. And you'd also probably have to grow your hair out a lot and or, you know, I, I can't stress enough the steroids. Part. I kind of, I, 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 I kind of love that. I don't know. <laughs> the Steiner, yeah, you go to the Steiner Brothers for Halloween. Honestly, it'll be funny. So, so wait, so your your Amazon uh, order list could be like food, paper towels, like you know, uh, things that you need, and then wrestling shit. Yeah. So, what are the things that Amazon like recommends to you based off of this stuff? Like, is your algorithm all oh, fucked man. up? Yeah, I actually, I like to, I like to mess with algorithms. Right? Like, I think everyone who has a social account, no, for real, like, I think everyone who has, like, a Spotify or an eBay or an Amazon or even just your Twitter, like, delete your cookies because 
you're going to eventually be in a situation where you're in the same kind of, you see the same tweets. It's yeah, why I think yeah. a lot of people get like really angry at Twitter sometimes because you're seeing the same 12 people and they're sharing the same unoriginal joke and they're sharing the same unoriginal memes. And it's like, how many times are we going to talk about $200 dates? Folks? Yeah. Like, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. So, well, wait, yeah, where did we fall on $200 right? dates? Like, have we figured out like if that's too much or not enough? <laughs> Jeff, well, we're in a recession my- right now. <laughs> Listen, I, I was always raised it ain't taken if you got it. Um, mm. And so I think that's one of those. I personally have not spent that much. Actually, I might have. I don't know. I, then, you know Ernest, you're a married man right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I said it in the past. Like I said, I ain't, I ain't about to have me out here. Yo, I like the idea that Ernest is like now spiraling. Yeah. Just being like, wait, have I spent 200? Is that enough? Well, by the way, on the cookies thing, on the, the recommendations and the algorithms yeah. thing. Yeah. I have sat here, so we have Apple TV, and you know we'll right. watch, we'll use the YouTube app and watch videos on there. And the 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 YouTube recommendations lately have been so close to what we, not we not things that we've been typing or not things that we've like asked YouTube to find, but things that like Jeff and I have talked about, like Jonah Hill, like followed us on on Instagram, and then he shows oh, up wow. as a YouTube recommendation fucking blows my mind and now yeah and, and, and i don't know if this is like the point where like i've been inside for too long but i'm really starting to believe that like the computers are listening yeah i sort of want eric to just unravel <laughs> in front of our eyes like that that would do you be guys, do you, are you guys like do you guys are you at the point where like you're putting duct tape on your cameras on your laptops yet no oh, no i should i, I have should though because i look at that and i'm just like because the cameras are watching i'm just like whatever <laughs> You don't care anymore. You're just like look at it. Oh yeah. no, no, I, yeah, no. I, I've never cared. I've, I've, I'm just like, what is it going to see? Right. Like who? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Ernest, you've uh, been inside for for two weeks, and you've yep. you've done these things to pick your spirit up. How is your your mental overall? Because again, an Instagram post can only last for so long, or outfits can only like do so much. How are you doing on the whole? I mean, like I. I have lost probably six gigs in the last 10 days. And so that has been, you know, set off the panic mode a little bit. But yeah. honest to God, this is going to sound crazy. So hear me out, though. I, like, reverted my brain back to recession brain. And as elder millennials, you both understand that it's like, that was the mentality of like, okay, well, I'm not in control of any of this, so I might as well make the best of it while I can. Yeah. And that, I, I'd be lying if I said there were days where I had tons of anxiety, or, you know, even just, like, fear that stuff wasn't going to work out. But I think the key and consistent thing is, you know, my dad always used to say, what got you here is what's going to get you to the next thing. Yeah. And so I've always kind of taken that as a mental guide to say, like, yo, this has been worse. It has. You know, and so you got to say to yourself, okay, it can only be better, but also you have to be in control of how you view the world, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I could easily just, like, tack it in and be like, yo, I'm done. And I'm not trying to be on some, like, positive, like, rev run in the tub at the end no. of run house episode <laughs> kind of stuff. But, like, I'm feeling in a position where, you know, you just got to be positive when you can. And obviously, yeah. like, feel your feelings, right? If you're feeling bummed out for a day, be bummed out. But, like, you also can be... You know, if you have this source of positivity within you, you can be that for other people. Like, you know, check on your friends, you know, make sure your people are doing good. That's been a, a huge help for me. Like, but also, like, 
genuinely talk to your friends, yeah. like, <laughs> your loved ones and the people who make you happy and the people who surround you with joy. I think a lot of people, and this is just my kind of observation, I think this is the, the first time a lot of people have been alone with themselves <laughs> in yeah. like a long time. Yeah. And like had to like process the stuff about themselves they don't like, like insecurities and all that stuff. And I know that that's probably tough for people, but I, I would strongly say, you know, you know, rest on your friends, rest on the people who provide you that support. And if you don't have friends, rest on the people on the internet who make you smile. I don't know. Like, yeah. You know what? Just, so, it, so yeah. Jeff, Jeff and I obviously like live together. We're brothers and we work together and, and not, right. not a lot of the realities of an everyday schedule have changed. You know, we can still rely on each other to make each other laugh, to play video games right. together, to do work together. And, and that has all felt good. Um, and it, this, you know, in, in changing the format of the show, that has made me personally feel good in terms of doing these reach outs and talking to other humans and knowing that we're not alone. But what yeah. has really made me feel good is to check in on those who are living alone, because I'm sure oh, yeah. that that is a tough uh, scenario on any day of the week, you know, and so right. to to see them on FaceTime, to hear their voice and to understand them has been very, you know, satisfying and fulfilling to making me feel better as well. I, it's actually funny you mention that because like I have, I mean, people call me corny because I care a lot, but like I have had a standing thing once a month for the last probably three years that is just, it says in my calendar, check in on people. Mm. And so this has been a consistent thing for me where I'm like, all right, let me check. Cause you never know, man, especially like, you know, y'all were in the blog era. Like we've lost a lot of people. We have people who are suffering through some demons that are crazy. And yeah. so I think, it behooves us, even if we're in a situation where we're part of the culture from like a, we're making jokes, we're making memes, we're going to parties, all yep, that. Yep. I think the full aspect of being part of a community is you got to check in on people. You got to be there for folks when the party isn't happening or when they go through some hardship. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Like, right. Yeah. That's what I'm on. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, we, we've, we've talked about Instagram. We've talked about your mental, but uh, there is that other thing too, which is that television screen what are you watching on Netflix these days? What are you watching on Hulu or YouTube or whatever that gets you by and has really like taken you, uh, you know, by the collar and forced you to sit down? Um, so a couple of recommendations. I would definitely say this show Gamora on Netflix is crazy. Oh, it's yeah. an Italian show. Yep. Watch that. If you like any sort of, you know, narcos or Breaking Bad or any The Wire. I, it's not as good as The Wire, but it's definitely, like, really good. Um, so watch the more. It's subtitled, so you don't have to, you know, heads up if you can't read. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, the more is crazy. I honestly have been kind of going back. Like, I started living single from the beginning. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, bro, that show was great. Um, we were talking to Jamel Hill and she ran into somebody at the grocery store from Living Single, not like a major player, but like some right. guy. And she's like, I can't remember his name, but he had a flat top. And it was like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. How great would that be, though? You were you were on like one sitcom like one time in the 90s and then people recognize you for the rest of your life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I love <laughs> I, I would love that if I was recognized for yeah, anything. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, I made sure I said to see from y'all perspective, because I'm over here in Chicago. Yep. And it's Chicago. It's fine. It's the weather sucks. Like, <laughs> New York, man. How's New York feeling right now? It's weird. It's, um, I mean, like, well, we don't really go out during the day, and I don't really see anybody yeah. out anyway. But, like, you go out at night just to, like, go to the grocery store to, like, on off hours. Yeah. And yeah. 
it's spooky. It's like it's like three a.m., but it's like you know nine. Uh, yeah, I and I think the reality check comes from you know really reading the articles and seeing videos from the people on the front lines, the nurses, the doctors, uh, the yeah. medical professionals. I think that's when it's like, and you again, you watch CNN and you see the numbers tick up. Yeah, that's a reality yeah. check. I think there's. Uh, I'm I'm personally trying to find that balance of like how much news intake I can honestly like handle yeah and how much I have to just like turn screens off focus on my work and my well-being and get through to the next day. I think that there's a, a small comfort in knowing how bad it is out here. Right. Um that it it's like okay, you know, as long as I I know what's going on out there because I can't just ignore it completely. Right. I don't. I don't think that's productive. Right. But I think that if I can just like glance at it, understand that like the hops, the hospitals are overwhelmed. People are overwhelmed. The system is like sort of failing right now, and Trump is punishing New York for his red state votes, I guess. Right. And like pettiness. Yeah. Right. But like to know that like if we stay inside, um, and hopefully like wait this out long enough, I I, I feel like some sort of uh. Not surrender. I feel like, you know, like there's uh, an equilibrium. A with balance. That. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. too, like as much as there is the negativity and it's a lot and it's real and it's like, yeah. you know, like people need to stay home because that's your job. Like all of that is true. Right. But right. But there is a, a joy and a sunshine that comes out of Instagram posts like yours and attitudes like we've spoken to people who just like have a a good outlook for the day. And that is also helpful for, for a person like me who, you know, relies on that to get through. And so when Jeff was like, yo, let's call Ernest. He's doing this great thing. It made so much sense. And I, I'm so thankful that you're doing that, you and your wife, that more people are, are checking out for it. Again, your your Instagram hashtag is what? Lift your spirit week. One word. Yes. Uh, lift your spirit week. And, yeah. uh, and um, you're taking off next week, but you're back the following week. Back the following week, yeah. I mean, hopefully we don't have to do this for much longer, but you know it is what it is. The other thing I would say, you going back to the concept of like screens and how to like tone that down, a little piece of advice from my end I don't check my I don't check Twitter for the first hour I'm awake. Yeah, that's don't check Twitter for the first hour I'm awake, and I've actually turned that into productivity time because so I write this newsletter called Office Hours. You should subscribe to it; it's great. Um, but I've been doing for the last seven days now, uh, basically links, just like link dump. So like I get up in the morning, I'm looking at stuff that I've always wanted to read, but I never had the time to read. I'm finding all that stuff, and I'm just piling it into an email every single day. So it's like, hey, you need time to decompress, you know, read office hours. You need time to not look at your phone for a little bit. Here you go. But I think that's the kind of stuff where it's like you kind of have to distract yourself. Absolutely. I do want to just second and just say that uh, office hours is great. I am a subscriber. I am a a listener. Um, And and shouts to Ernest for doing that. Like, I think it's just a great service. Absolutely. Well, Ernest, uh, we love you. Send love to your wife as well. Uh, Thank you for for what you're doing. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Stay creative. And uh, and stay off Twitter in the morning. That sounds like a great idea. Um, I'm telling you. All right, everybody, keep your heads up, man. It's going to be okay. All right, Ernest, take care. We appreciate you. Peace. Peace. Let's call Foster. Yo. Foster, what's happening? Eric Rosenthal, Jeffrey Rosenthal. Hey, uh, listen, I think that we've we've all been inside for two weeks or something. I don't know. Time is time is just gone to the 
to the trash can at this point, but the garbage, the garbage, garbage. garbage. But are you yeah. are you particularly proud of anything that you've done this entire time? Like, what makes you impressed at yourself? Um, as far as I can tell, I have not uh, contracted it. Ergo, I have not infected anybody, and I've been really good about social isolating. What despite a, my what a good human, yeah. <laughs> Despite my desperate need to be around people and my uh, my latent existential loneliness that uh, is every day. So, you know, I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, it's not like, um, you know, I've learned to play piano or I've become a better cook or I've, uh, you no, know. No, Foster already learned how to play piano. Does it I every mean, day on look, Instagram. Look, look learned, learned is a stretch. I'm, I'm in the room with the piano right now. I can uh, tickle the keys and some <laughs> pause. You sound like uh, a piano player, you know? Thank you. Thank you. So uh, uh, that's what I've been working on, actually, is sounding like a piano player without actually playing the piano. Well, listen, Foster, uh, you're somebody who has uh, been covering this for quite a long time. Uh, like a uh, month and a half. I think I wrote my first story about it on February 13th, but we were editing stories about it before. What uh, brought it to your attention and uh, what sort of scared you the most at first? Uh, what brought in my attention? I mean, the, I'll, I'll tell you, the first story I wrote on it was about uh, when the CDC sent out testing kits, and they sent out 200 testing kits to 50 states, which didn't seem like a lot, even though they could conduct more tests than that. I'm forgetting each kit can conduct like maybe a, a hundred tests or something. Um, those numbers are going to be wrong, but either way, they sent out 200 kits to the 50 states and like half the kits were broken. And that was on February 13th. And that, as far as I could tell from the Chinese CDC numbers, would have been like using a, uh, not even a trash bag, using like a paper bag to protect you from an oncoming hurricane. Um, so that's what got my attention. And I don't, when, when did I get freaked out? I'm trying to think when I got I, at no point have I been like freaked out or panicked, but that was when I started taking it really seriously. And then maybe it was, I guess, seeing the way Trump responded to it mm. and like kind of being in denial. That's when I started getting freaked out because you look at what happened in China where they denied it. And then like the doctor who was the whistleblower died from it. He was yeah. a 32 year old healthy man and he died from it that actually reading that story was what freaked me out so you know trying to hold it down soon yeah what uh what was the first like thing that you bought in terms of like groceries or or something that would get you through what you imagined would be like a, a hard time i i took my jewel and i just whipped it in the trash oh and i bought a big box of nicorette oh, oh. well all right i mean yeah listen. i can't tell wait is that better i think it's better it feels better yeah. yeah yeah literally literally anything is better than putting anything in your lungs other than oxygen so yes it's better uh is there anything that has kept you uh in a peaceful state of mind through all this knowing that you guys are locked in a room <laughs> It's it's not it's not uh, watching Cuomo's press conferences. It's not uh, watching uh, Tiger King on Netflix. Yeah, none of, none of this gets you by. I, I will say what gets me by is uh, the Andrew Cuomo Chris Cuomo shit show when the two brothers go on CNN together <laughs> and like 
right now the guy leading the most important pandemic response in the world still when he's on national television still cannot resist the temptation to tell his brother a newscaster on cnn that mom loves him more than his brother <laughs> very important. like that that, bring, that brings me some comfort because even through all the bullshit like life still goes on in some respect that is true well, of all your dad's dogs how many would you say love you more than your brother None of them, because my brother is always over there giving them cheese. Uh, that's not that's not a euphemism. He literally feeds them cheese. First of all, can dogs have cheese? I, I mean, dogs in Las Vegas can. Do with that what you will. I would not advise giving a dog anywhere else. And by anywhere else, I mean outside of my parents' house, cheese. So, Honestly, animal services, go to the camera house. I'm worried. <laughs> so, Foster, you're somebody, when I think of New York, I think of you. And that's kind of interesting because... That is one of the most flattering things anybody's ever said to me. well you're not a native new yorker you're actually from las vegas mm -hmm. and yeah. uh, went to school in utah what can you think briefly i mean I went to school is also a stretch yeah, yeah. what do you think of uh i the hit the bong in utah what what do you think of the las vegas strip shutting down <laughs> what do you think of like that whole economy down there trying to come back eventually i mean it you know look the when we saw this in 2008, the first money that people stop spending when money is short, as it was then and will be now, is gambling money, which thank God, because nobody should be gambling in a recession. But unfortunately, that hits Vegas particularly hard. Now, one of the first things people like to do in good times, stupidly, but wonderfully for my hometown, is gamble money. So, you know, it's going to get hit. It's going to get hit hard, but also like it's a good thing that they shut down the economy there. I think we should be shutting down pretty much the entire country yeah. in order to fight this thing. So I have no problem with it. I know everyone back home is suffering and I feel terrible for them, but they are part of a national fight against this thing, as we all are. Well, what do you think about the the bailout that's coming, the $2 trillion bailout? Like, you know, are there any protections for, um, is there anything that you find encouraging about it? Or is it all bad? Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm particularly upset about the provision they carved out for podcasters on the Upper West Side. Aside <laughs> from that, um, yeah, no, no tax breaks for those scumbags. That's but right. Aside, aside from that, look, it, it's not enough. It's not enough for New York. It's not enough for um, average everyday Americans uh, who, especially, um, you know, people who are at a severe economic disadvantage, were not provided for enough they're not provided enough for enough already they're certainly not now um and we could afford to do more for them we could afford to do more for our restaurants and our bars and our small businesses um you know uh the 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 Economists, they're, they're classes of skilled and unskilled laborers and i hate those terms because all laborers are ostensibly skilled but um you know for the quote-unquote unskilled laborers like they're not provided for enough our bartenders our waiters are uh you know uh, people who seem to think people who have jobs that other people seem to think are interchangeable and unimportant are very important and they're crucial to our economy so that was disappointing and also quite frankly like we need more medical equipment we need more supplies um you know the defense production act needs to be invoked like yesterday
far so, before yesterday. Foster, when you go to sleep at night, do you dream of uh, Jared Kushner going to jail? Do you dream of Donald Trump going to jail? Or do you dream of uh, the kids who were in South Florida um, partying it up on uh, spring break? going to jail. Well, even before you answer that question, I do want to say Brady Sluter, yes, whose name does sound made up. Yeah. Uh, and was one of the kids, he has apologized. He's he said po- that yeah. really. Yeah, he said that he uh he didn't realize the power of his voice and that he didn't understand <laughs> that um he didn't understand the severity of the coronavirus at the time, so he has apologized. So I hope that Brady Sluter, the 22-year-old yeah. who was partying down in uh South Florida, he doesn't understand the power of his voice. Does listen, that mean that he's going to start a podcast? We should have him on. <laughs> uh, wait, so do, do your listeners know that I used to work for Jared Kushner when he owned the New York Observer? Because we should get that on the table. They do now. <laughs> they, okay. know that, that, well, that, I, they know that you and uh, Jared are like good friends. You go way back. Yeah, that you like vacation uh, at his, uh, you know, his house. You in go Aspen. to the same barber, right? Yeah. yeah. Listeners. <laughs> I, I, Jared and I do not go way back. I <laughs> despise him. He happened to own the newspaper that I worked at, the New York Observer, where, fun fact, Sex in the City, the column started. But uh, <laughs> Jared, and Jared probably does not like me when I, uh, when I wrote a little bit of a tell-all about my time at the Observer and a story that he tried to force me to write, which I would not write. <laughs> anyway, I do not like Jared. Now, as for the kids, I think you can forgive them. Kids make mistakes. Free schmurder. <laughs> um, so take them off the table. Um, that was the question who I'd like to see in prison or die. If it's uh, in prison, if it's in prison, Jared Kushner, may he live there long and terribly. Yeah. You know, and then you can figure out the rest of it. Uh, the kids. <laughs> the no. what? Nothing. So, uh, Jared Kushner <laughs> is what we thought he was, right? You know, we, we knew that he uh-huh. was, yeah, he was a fraud he got into college thanks to his family's connections. He has never achieved anything. He has ruined businesses time and again, just like his father-in-law. Uh, are you are you at all surprised that... Oh, I thought the question was going to be, can you relate? Can, <laughs> are you at all surprised that he and Trump, from a, uh, like a, I don't know, an, an, an everyday basis, they're still close and they're still uh, leaning on each other? Well, I think we saw a report come out a week ago that said that Trump was really upset with Jared. Uh, and he was actually like pretty pissed off with the way Jared had kind of understated the response. So I hope they're on the outs because I would love to see that relationship explode. I mean, but isn't that every single thing that happens? There's always a rumor of just like, oh, Trump is mad at somebody and then they're about to get kicked out and that never happens. Uh,. I mean, John Kelly. I mean, yes, he's uh, had a lot of turnover, turnover, but there's also been people who, like, John Kelly, that relationship, there was a lot of things that led up to do you think that? Do you think that all... John Kelly, Jeff Sessions, John Bolton, like, they've kicked a lot. They Man, they've had more turnover than, uh, I don't know, what what's something that has a lot of turnover? Like, uh, the, 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 Cleveland, music, the Cleveland Browns, yeah, yeah. So, but... Music but, acts that Drake puts out a single with, and then we never hear from again. Oh my but God. even then, like oh I mean, God. but his his relationship with Jeff Sessions, there was always the rumor that he was Drake's relationship with Jeff Sessions. <laughs> Drake's relationship with Jeff Sessions is crazy. No, do you yeah, think crazy? Do you crazy. think that all of these underlings think that like when they meet Trump, they're the ones who are going to be able to change him? 
That's a deep sigh. Yeah. I, I, mm, no, no, no. I mean, if you look at Anthony Fauci, you're looking at a guy who every time he's up there, which is why they stopped putting him on the press conferences, he literally cannot stop from holding his head in his hand. And he is the one guy in America, every single ounce of common sense would have every single person with common sense listening to. And Fauci, I think, knew from the get-go that he wasn't going to be able to stop Trump from saying dumb shit. So I can't imagine anybody goes in that situation and thinks, I'm going to be able to stop this guy from being him. What I think they go in that situation saying is, maybe I can mitigate some of the damage. Um, and uh, That seems like have, an impossibility. Well, we don't know. Like, that's the thing. We don't know what good deeds have been done in the shadows because all we see is the shit show up front. Wait, when does so, the anonymous book come out? Do we is that still happening? Uh Oh, oh, the person who wrote the Times op-ed? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they wrote a full book, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to come out. So, do yeah, we do we believe that there really are shadow figures who are a working deep state? Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can't we can't use the term deep state I know. because all all the term deep state implies like deep state is a Trump term. But what it means is that there are people in the government working with opposing vote views to yours, but that doesn't mean they're working against the American people or against the, the government. It means they're working for the American people. Like there should be a plurality in government of opposing views. The Trump government is such a strongman government that those views aren't allowed to present themselves in public. So, you know, it's an unfortunate reality that they kind of can't be as pronounced and as open and as vocal as they would like to be. And again, going back to Fauci, you're even seeing that where he is contradicting the president and then being asked if he's contradicting the president. And he has to say no, because he knows if he says yes, then Trump is going to move him to the sidelines, which right. he which he already has. He's moved him in the shadows. Right. So um, he has uh, obviously misstated and lied and just made up shit on a daily basis in front of uh, the press pool and on every major network. Now some of the networks are pulling back and radio stations and they're not going to show that. How long, how many days, what's the over under until Trump stops doing press conferences in that room? I mean, I would set the over under at, you know, 60 days. Uh, I, and, and I would, and I would take, I would take the over. Like, I think that he will keep doing these conferences as long as he somehow feels like he is uh, being praised or doing a good job. Here's like the, the approval numbers for Trump came out today that says that uh, a lot of Americans actually do, in fact, believe he's doing a good job handling this crisis, which is crazy, right? We yes. all think that's crazy. Yes. We live in New York. Yeah. That's crazy to us. Well, the reality is, this thing hasn't started uh, – coronavirus hasn't started to affect red the majority states. of the country. Yeah. yeah, red states and the majority of the country the way it has here. And once it does, that reality will set in. People will know people or they'll know people who know people who have fallen ill with this and seriously ill, which is to say nothing of the fact that like the, the case of mild symptoms don't just come with mild symptoms but the anxiety and the stress that you might be seriously ill. And that anxiety and stress is exacerbated when you see your local hospitals and your local healthcare system running low on supplies. Yeah. 
And that's when they will begin to turn on Trump. So when that starts to happen, uh, I think that's when he's going to recede into the shadows and let the medical experts take the heat of all the questions. Why do you think that Biden hasn't stepped up more during like this time? Well, I think it's difficult to step up more, right? It's yeah. not like you can be out campaigning. It's not like you can be holding rallies. You can, you know, sit in front of your laptop when you're supposed to be doing work and instead talking to the Rosenthal brothers. Like that is the <laughs> full extent of what Joe Biden can be doing right now. So, you know, I, I, by the way, Biden's um, Biden's coming on Tuesday, by the way. So look out for that episode. <laughs> ha, gotcha, Biden. You're coming on after me. <laughs> Do you think that you're prepared for, you personally are prepared for the next two months mentally? Uh, well, I've got you guys on speed dial. <laughs> yeah. And- uh, but I've what does got... that do? Because I'm not leaving my apartment. So, like, you know, if you're in a real emergency, yeah. But there's, there's the, there's. If the... I'm in a real emergency, you know, what I'm gonna do. Tell me. Yeah, I'm gonna call you up and say, Jeff, I'm in an emergency. And I'll say, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got a plan. <laughs> See, I'm glad we worked that out in real time. That's yeah. good. So, okay, so the next next two months means uh, working from home, it means cooking from home, it means entertaining yourself at home. Uh, are you are you ready for the challenge? Um, I was born ready. <laughs> well, like, what movies I, are you I think, watching? I think what, you guys, what I think you guys you know I am plenty of entertainment. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've got, what do I have here? I've got a bunch of books I haven't read and I'm probably still not going to. I've got uh, some some pasta and beans and ramen I'm going to cook. Uh, I've got this Frank Ocean zine I never read. I'm still not going to read it. Um, and I've got a PlayStation 4, which likely will be where most of my time is spent uh, writing the next King Lear. Oh, there you go. Well, well, we will absolutely look forward to that, Foster. We love you. Stay safe. Stay indoors. and uh, And stay hilarious, all right? Boys, I love you. Stay safe. All right. Wash your hands. You too. Take care. Bye. Shout out to Foster Kamer. Shout out to Ernest Wilkins. And shout out to our friend Currency. Jeff, we'll be back again tomorrow. We are back every day until this thing ends. And maybe even after that. I was thinking about it today. I was like, maybe we just keep doing this forever. I don't know. Maybe. And here's where people can get involved. Patreon.com slash It's The Real. Shout out to all you guys out there who are part of this journey. And we appreciate you for rocking with us in good times and in bad now more than ever. Jeff, as always, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Right.